Straight Talk from Israel. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. We're back with Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Matt Zucker. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Lighten Up here on Israel News Talk Radio. I'm sorry that I'm laughing here because right before I go on the air, of course, my producer has to tell me all the obvious things before. Remember that you're on the air in two minutes. Remember to be funny and remember you only have three minutes and remember to talk and remember to do all the things you're supposed to do. Anyway, hope everyone is having a great week. My name is yes, Steve Miller. Mom. And here you hear him, my lovely handsome co-host from the Holy Land, Mr. Matt Zucker! Yeah, thank you, thank you. How are you, Stephen? Matt, I am so stressed out. I don't even know how good the show is going to be. I do not feel funny. I got to tell you, I'm taking care of my mother's dog for the past five days because she's been sick, so it's a little puppy. She can't handle it. This thing is like a little, a little, um, little ankle biter, and it's crapping and peeing all over my house. I can't. I swear. I I, I want to ship it off to China and turn it into chop suey. If it's a little, you can leave it out in the backyard. I bet you a hawk would eat it. <laughs> it is little. It's one of those little dogs. Those little yappers. And my my other dog, uh, he hates them. But anyway. I know I miss I miss having a dog. And and the great thing is is I think I'm talking my kid into getting one because he lives with us. So that way I can have a dog and he'll do all the work. Yeah, you should do, you should get a dog. Here, let's say hello to who we're listening to. The United States of China, Israel, Canada. Oh, Matt, guess what? Malta. What is Malta? But they're listening. What is Malta? <laughs> Japan, New Zealand, Australia, South Africa, India. I think we have a story about India. Oh, yes, Ger- we do. And we, I have a story about Germany, too. And Germany's listening. Poland. Wow, we're gathering listeners. The, the, the news of Lighten Up has spread all over the world. That's a lot of pressure, man. <laughs> Not for me, because we'll let them down. <laughs> oh. That's the beauty of low expectations, right? That's right. That's right. Not, you don't get disappointed as much. <laughs> That's right. Uh, when when we come back, though, I do I uh, want to share a little bit about uh, I got to experience my first uh, kitchen koshering, which I thought was interesting. We talk about that. And I got a great story about uh, something in Spain. Uh, women are going to have an extra three, do- three days off in Spain. We'll tell you why. Um, the Video Arcade Hall of Fame. We have an inductee, so I want to share that with you. Anything else real quick? I think our music's on. We'll just discuss it when we get back. <laughs> Hello, I am Walter Bingham. If you want to hear the news behind the news and the true perspective on world affairs, then The Walter Bingham File is the program for you. We bring you interviews with the movers and shakers, political commentaries, and on-the-spot reports of events as they happen. All here every Tuesday, 4 p.m. Israel Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Time. And it's all archived on our website. Make it a date. Has the news got you down? Not with these funny guys. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Matt Zucker. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back, everybody, to Lighten Up on Israel News Talk Radio. My name is Steve Miller. 
with Matt Zucker. I know yeah. that I sound I know I sound happy and cheery and positive, but I'm not because where I live, it's the United States of America is financially collapsing. And um, I just would like to share real quickly two things before we get into our first story. A friend of mine last night, I went to I witnessed my first kitchen koshering. Matt, have you ever been to someone's house that got koshered a kitchen? No. Well, what it, your kitchen is koshered, right? Yeah, but only do, only during Passover, you know, the transition and stuff like that. Right, but, but no, I mean, never... they went from a non-kosher kitchen to a kitchen. It was really interesting. Uh, it was like, you know, hot boiling water poured everywhere, uh, putting all the pots and pans in the oven. And it was just this guy was like uh, the, the, the koshering king. <laughs> It was. I, I felt like he. I asked him if he had a business. <laughs> Is that card. what his business card says? Yeah, it should. It should have been. It should be like, hey, his name was Rabbi Rudin. Hi, I'm Rabbi Rudin, the koshering king. You need your kitchen koshered? Call me anytime. Crazy Rabbi Rudin's koshering king. Oh my god. He, 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 he works twenty four six. But it was really interesting to watch. And then at the very end, you know, it was like you remember in the movie Poltergeist where the woman she she cleaned their house. So yeah. at the end, he goes. This house is clean. <laughs> For real? Yeah, he did. It was great. It was like right out of Poltergeist. Poltergeist. Remember the short little old lady? Sure. This house is clean. But anyway. That movie, that movie scared the... When I was yeah. Uh, but, but the... the, the had fun. Yeah, it was interesting to watch. Um, but anyway, real quick. Uh, so you, my know, friend, you know what they... In the army, you know what they use to kosher the kitchens in, in Israel? What? Flamethrowers. Yeah, he used a flamethrower. Oh yeah, or, nice. or he used a, he used a torch blower, but not oh, a flamethrower. Okay. But oh, yeah, okay. same thing. That and it, it, it was it was it was fascinating. But anyway, my friend gave me this book. See it? I know you can see it. The listeners can't. It, it's called Lamed Vav. Do you know the? You know what it is? No. It's basically a story. You know, they say that there are thirty six tzaddikim secret that are all over the world that are keeping the world together. There's always 36 in every time and every generation. And, and it's a deacon. Do you want to like explain that for our audience? Oh, a righteous person, righteous people. Oh, okay. Um, there's so always, that's not you. No, absolutely not. I'm the opposite of that. But, uh, there's always 36 and they're secret. They're hidden. You don't know who they are, but they are keeping the world together. And let me tell you something, the way Joe Biden is destroying the world. Where are those 36? I think we're down to four, babe. Cause the world seems like it's about to implode. You just gotta like turn off the TV or something, man. I'm not turning it's off. So the, it's so bad. It's bad everywhere. It's not just America. You know, it's really bad in America, but it's bad everywhere. It's bad here too. Come on, come on, man. All right, I gotta lighten up. Okay, it's 100. percent Joe Biden. If I were you, I would house. start drinking heavily. <laughs> okay, listen, we'll go right into my. Okay, I'm sorry. What did you want to say? Something? I said coffee, coffee. That's what I'm saying. I'm okay, drinking. well, I'm drinking orange juice right now. So. Since since Germany is listening, hello Germany. Uh, here's a story for you. It says, "Peace at last." German students bury a classroom skeleton. Now, were you in high school? Remember in biology class, you always had a skeleton hanging up. There's always that kind of skeleton that hangs up in your science class. Yeah, sure. Okay. So apparently in Germany, they had a real one. It was usually it's fake, but these people had a real one. It says students at a high school in Western German town of Schleiden on Wednesday, they buried a longtime member of their community, a classroom skeleton that had served as educational purposes for, you know, for students. 
and around 80 students, teachers, and town officials took part in this ceremony. They buried, they finally buried this woman. The skeleton has been in their class since 1952, and they finally actually had a funeral and buried it. Was it like a Jewish lady or something that they killed in the Holocaust? <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> it says, well, beyond- I, don't Listen, I don't know, you know, they, they, people donate their bodies to science. I, I imagine that there's a like real skeletons hanging in a lot of medical, play, but this is a high school. Anyway, I don't yeah. know. And there's a picture here. They're all at a funeral and it says here, uh, well, this, well, I don't know. It says the skeleton dubbed on being, I don't know. It means Vietnamese for mysterious peace, whatever. Uh, they've been in their biology department since 1952 and, uh, students had pushed for many years for the woman's remains to be buried. But, but plans kept being uh, denied because of the pandemic. Apparently, you can't have funerals during a pandemic. I think <laughs> it is exceptionally regressive for them to identify that skeleton as a woman. How do they know? They don't know. <laughs> I told you, it's, it's, probably, it's probably a Jew. They just buried a Jew. <laughs> wow. So get this, man. This is, I, I don't know. For some reason, and I don't know why, like really weird stories like this always make me think of you. <laughs> oh, great. What is it? Did you hear about Target launching Target? And for our global audiences, I, I don't know if everybody's familiar with it, a big chain of, you know, cheap Chinese product that they sell to uh, American uh, consumers at uh, cheap prices and cheap quality. And anyway, yeah, we call it uh, Target. Target, right, That's right, a fancy right. Word. Well, they're launching a gender affirming product line. And I was like, what? Gender affirming? What, what does that even mean? Oh, here we go again. Right? And it's apparently it's like, so, you know, it's gender affirming. So when your kid identifies as something other than what they actually are, you're supposed to affirm that. Right? Uh, well, they have, they have, they're launching a line of gender affirming products, including chest binders and packing underwear. <laughs> so, so the chest binders are something that females can wear to make them look less female from the waist up. And I'm dead serious, man. This is like, this is like real stuff. And the packing underwear is underwear that will allow boys to not appear boys from the waist down when you're looking at them in underwear. And I'm wondering who's looking at them in the underwear. hi oh <laughs> <laughs> hi oh hey. And oh because my. I guess deep inside I'm kind of like, uh, uh, a shallow, judgmental person. The <laughs> models that they no, use, not. the models that they use are like <laughs> they're ugly. First of all, I'm pretty sure one of them's a guy and one of them's a girl, but you really can't tell. They're showing a lot of skin. They're all like morbidly obese, tattoos. I was like, what? Is, what? It reminds me of the Jetsons. Remember the beginning of the Jetsons yeah. cartoon when on the treadmill and it's going crazy and goes, Jane, get me off of this crazy thing. <laughs> Meet George Jetson. Do, do, the world do, do, do. has gone. <laughs> oh, but there's a Target right up the street from me. I'm going to look for those products. Uh, but yeah, I've always try seen advertised. Yeah, I will try them on. I think I'm going to walk around. And you know what? They can't do it. I walk around with them on. And so there's one for a top. So if you're a woman, it'll make your chest kind of flat. So you appear to be a man. And then there's underwear for a, a man that will kind of hide things to make people think you're a woman. So it's all just a, one big lie, just like their, just like their MO, just like their, their propaganda. It's all lies. 
Oh, <laughs> uh, well, you saw the whole thing with uh, Calvin Klein, right? The Calvin oh, Klein uh, ad with the with the pregnant man. The, yeah, but it was really a woman, but she's a transgendered man. So everyone's flipping out. It is it is a grotesque picture, but 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 it actually it's not really a man. That's why she's really pregnant. <laughs> there was a movie. Come on, it was like 1978 or 79. I forget. Um, around that time with Billy Crystal and it was called rabbit test. And he was a guy that got pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was foreshadowing, uh, our current right, state. Right. Who would think that that's uh, prophetic? Yes. I'm a model for Calvin Klein. Look at me. I'm eight months pregnant <laughs> with the whiskers uh, and everything, man. Target. Unbelievable. Well, mm. isn't that great? Yeah. Wow, man. Lighten up. <laughs> Where are those 36 Sadiqam? That's what I want to know. Can they stop this? Can they stop men being uh, girls and girls being men? Can Where are you? <laughs> can, can, can they come out of hiding? Because I'm going crazy from this world. <laughs> uh, uh, my mom's calling me. <laughs> Your mom's calling you. Tell her we're working. Jeez. I know. She always gets the schedule confused. Hold on. <laughs> she gets the schedule. Well, hey, did you hear before we before we finish up this? So uh, Joe Biden, speaking of, uh, you know, destroying the world, <laughs> Joe Biden, did you hear what he said about Israel? He was planning a trip to Israel. And then uh, when they found out that uh, Israel was planning to build 6,000 homes in Judea and Samaria, he's like, well, I'm not going to come if you build 6,000. But if you build 4,000, then maybe I'll think about it. Then they should build 8,000. Right. And everyone's like, you know what? Nobody wants you there. <laughs> but you know, you know that um, many of those are actually for Arabs. I probably, yeah. I mean, the yeah, homes please, probably, please, you know. Please. But the I'm point gonna, is, listen, here's a, here's a, here is a, a, an open secret for the world. Okay. Ah, I shouldn't say it because it's, it's the show's lighting up. But Israel is actually an apartheid state. Okay. <laughs> All right. They, the Jews are the ones that are not allowed to go places. The Jews are the ones forbidden from certain towns. The Jews cannot pray here or there, so. You are correct, yeah. sir. In the words of Johnny Carson, yeah, you, are, you are correct. Yeah, the Jews are the problem. Oh, that reminded me of something with, um, yeah, let's forget it. I can't even think anymore. I'm sorry. Sorry. It reminded me of something. Johnny Carson else. going off on Jews with shook something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the Jews. Anyway, all right. Well, thank God we're almost out of this segment. <laughs> oh, 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 man, come on, dude. You're like. <laughs> I want to apologize to Malta personally. <laughs> it's an, it's an island nation uh, in the Mediterranean. I don't. I it's supposed to be beautiful. I've never been. Well, I, I'm surprised they even have internet. But uh, we'll talk more when we come back. Hi, 
everyone. This is Andrea Simento from Jerusalem inviting you to drop everything and join me on my show. Pull up a chair. We'll visit this week's quirky stories, meet fabulous guests, and discover my Israel. Together we'll laugh, shout, and explain the topics that make us say, hey, we've got to talk about that. So get comfortable and pull up a chair with me, Andrea Simento, every Thursday on Israel News Talk Radio. Has the news got you down? Not with these funny guys. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Matt Zucker. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back to Lighten Up, everyone. Thanks for joining us. Matt Zucker here and uh, Steve Miller on the other side. That's my name. Did you forget it? Yeah, no, I didn't forget it. I'm just trying to figure out how I could cheer you up, man. You got to lighten up. <laughs> I know, I do have to lighten I'm, I'm sorry, but Joe Biden lost all my family's money. I'm poor. Help me, I'm poor. <laughs> well, you know what Janis Joplin says, right? No, what? Give me pass the just drugs? another word for nothing left to lose. So once <laughs> no. it's gone, you got nothing to worry about. You have nothing to protect. It's beautiful, man. Oh, I thought she always Jump used in, to the say, water's great. <laughs> I, I thought she always used to say, hey, please pass the cocaine. <laughs> I don't know about that. All right, so listen, I got something that's going to help you later. <laughs> yeah, you do know. This is, this, is, this is an awesome story. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so this caught my eye. Okay. Uh, DNA testing reveals a mailman fathered over 1,900 children between what? 1951 and 1964. Did you say 1,900? 1,900 children. Peter Pete Mulrooney. <laughs> Hi, oh, way to go, Pete. You are the man. Uh, Pete was a mailman, and his route was in Southern California in the San Diego area, which has a fair amount of military bases and naval bases. And uh, so, you know, started with uh, casseroles and cream pies and... Uh, <laughs> This sounds very dirty. What are you talking yes, about? Yes, it did actually get very dirty. Exactly. Casseroles and cream pies. Kids fathered. It got very dirty. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> but what does that have to do with casseroles and cream pies? You know, when he goes, when, you know, when he goes around to the delivers the mail to all the all the wives who are alone, and they're trying to curry his favor, so they would start you know, getting him food, and he would go by, and he would get casseroles and cream pies delivered to him to take so home. With, so with the wives. Yeah. And they would curry favor with him. And then eventually they'd invite him in for something a little bit more immediate. <laughs> Excuse me, uh, Car- what's his name? Carl Mulrooney? Pete. Oh, Pete Mulrooney? Pete Excuse Mulrooney. me, Pete, can I look through your mailbag, please? Come on inside. Here, I want to give you your Christmas tip. So, so- He must have cleaned house during the holidays. <laughs> like with money. Oh, don't, okay. don't like, you tip your mailman? Hey don't you tip your mailman during the holiday season? Um, well, I used to, but in Israel we don't do that. <laughs> right. Well, so for Hanukkah you don't give your mailman. Well, a... maybe that was the tip. I don't know. <laughs> so, but this is great. You know, so apparently um, there were a lot of kids that didn't look like the other kids in the family, and they started doing. You know, they didn't have DNA testing back then, and now everybody gets their DNA tested, and so all these people started in the area becoming unrelated to their immediate family members. So they hired an investigator who did, found this guy. Here's the best part. All these years, I thought I was sterile. My wife and I never had any children. To think that age 97 to hear such news, what a blessing. 
Now I feel <laughs> so fulfilled. I cannot wait to meet all my children. He's 97 years old. The dude is 97 years old and just found out he has 1,900 kids and he thinks he's going to meet them all. (laughs) Come here, Shawnee. Here, hold my teeth. Wait a second. This guy was married, so he basically is going around committing. His wife couldn't be happy. You committed adultery our whole marriage? You have 1,900 kids? You couldn't keep your mailbag to yourself? Well... Um, he's 97, so I don't know that his wife is still with us. It makes the article makes no reference of it, other than he and his wife never had kids. That's you know why? Because he wasn't being with her, and he was being with his customers on his route. He probably got home all tuckered out and said, "Honey, leave me alone. <laughs> I got to get up yeah. early for work." <laughs> yeah, this uh, what a what a rough what a rough day, and, and uh, honey, you you have no idea what it's like to be a mailman. Okay, <laughs> what about these women who were? cheating on their spouses i mean they they have a baby and the kid's like and the father's like oh that kid doesn't even look like me right the kid's got me <laughs> why does our son have a a, a fetish for male <laughs> i think about like what do you think the uh uh chances are of that creating a genetic problem because right so we're our half siblings going to wind up uh 1900 kids in, a, in like in his male root area don't you think some of those kids wound up um, socializing with each other, shall we say? I guess so, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I understand. You stay classy, San Diego. (laughs) 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 Oh, man, that is is an incredible story. I mean, it really is. And then, and then, so here's another thing that will hopefully help you lighten up. It's, it's slightly related. It's in the, it's in the baby arena. Okay. A couple is suing their son and daughter-in-law for $650,000. A couple? For not giving them grandchildren. Oh, the grandparents are suing their children? The grandparents are suing their son and daughter-in-law. What? Where is this? India. Oh, come on now. Don't give me any grandchildren. I'm going to take you to court. Hey, India. India's listening. Come on, India. Do they know this story? Can they do that back? I mean, are you kidding me? Is I, that listen? I guess if you have, you listen, you can sue anybody. I for you know, you just need a lawyer that says, sure, we could do that. But I, I don't, not up on Indian law. But Sanjeev <laughs> and Sadhana Prasad are suing their son and his wife for six hundred and fifty thousand for inflicting mental cruelty on them by not producing a grandchild. Well, you you know what? They should their mailman should have been Pete Mulroney, and then they would have had children. <laughs> They're giving their kids until the end of next year. <laughs> well, you know, because you can, can't, like, just, you know, snap your fingers. Can, can, you, can you imagine the pressure for the children? Like, they got their parents, like, right in the bedroom with them. Come on, come on, son. Let's go, let's go. I got to be the grandparent. <laughs> and what do you name that kid? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. But the, the, the grandparents are probably like, you're going to be out of the 7-Eleven business if you don't give me a grandchild. Well, the funny thing is, 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 you know, when I, when I was reading this article, it made me think of, you know, my, my son who 22 years old, just, you know, out of the army last summer. And I'm always, uh, you know, trying to, yeah, he's living the single life, you know, and I'm always trying to tell him I'm using reverse psychology because I figured I'm his dad. So he won't really listen to me. So I say, I say, kid, whatever you do, don't marry a religious woman and have a lot of kids. (laughs) What does he say? Don't worry, Dad, I won't. (laughs) (laughs) 
your reverse psychology <laughs> might not work. Yeah, it might not. It might not. Anyways, I'm reading this. And I'm going, oh, God, it's making me think of Josh. I wonder if I, uh, I wonder if I, how old he has to be before I can sue him. Right. <laughs> so he comes home that day. He goes, oh, hey, I got this great article for your show on Monday. He goes, it made me think of you. <laughs> and he <laughs> found the same one. He found the same one. <laughs> oh, my God. That's funny. <laughs> All right. Well, here, this is kind of relates a little bit. Speaking of women and having babies. Oh, look at this. My Norton live update just popped up. Download this and get a virus. Okay. Uh, anyway, uh, this is out of Spain. Guess what they're doing in Spain now? And this is coming to America. <laughs> no pun intended from the Eddie Murphy movie. Women will be offered three days menstrual leave every month in Spain under plans set to be approved next week. So basically, the Spanish government see, uh, <laughs> is uh, due next week to pass new health measures. It's to become the first Western country to offer menstrual leave for women suffering period pain while at work, set to be capped at three days per month. What do you think of that? I love it. <laughs> <laughs> now they're, so now I love it. Now hey, men listen. can be women. Men can have babies. Women could not could could take off work because of uh, their you know their I don't even how do you say it their their visitor of the month and 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 this is coming oh believe me they're going to be doing this in America but I look at it says this here's you know what other countries in the world already give menstrual leave including one of our listeners Japan South Korea Indonesia and Zambia. Okay, I'm just going to throw this out there this this May. Not sit well with some people, but perhaps that's just better for office cohesion. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> but what happens to the people? What happens to the dude who identifies as a girl? Because, you know, dudes now say that they can get pregnant, right? And that they can have, uh, you know, they're doing what I think, uh, what was it? S Seattle or some school district, some some crazy leftist place is, is putting tampons in the men's room because, you know, you, you, you have you have to have like <laughs> menstrual equity. Right. Well, it, you know, and, that's and so. So what happens to the guy who goes, uh, yeah, hey, boss, uh, listen, I'm, I'm getting the visitor, so I got to take three days off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the beauty of liberalism, but they don't have to have any logic. So the secretary of state for listen to this title, the secretary of state for equality and against gender violence, Angela Rodriguez. She announced a package of measures to guarantee menstrual health and recovery for rep reproductive health on March 3rd, including giving leave to women who have an abortion. See? <laughs> That's not a Spanish accent. That's yes, Mexican. Yes, it is. Oh, it's, all, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. the same language. Oh. They do. They speak the same language. Hey, and you know what the, the, the article that – you know what the name of the newspaper that, that interviewed her? What? It was called the El Peri Periodico. L periodico. Yeah, well, I get don't it? think I don't think. Yes, I get it. I get where you're going, but I that's think that's the name like, of the paper. I know, but it's another language, and it's probably a periodical. Not they're not making. You know, I don't think it's a menstrual paper. Matt, the time what? off the the time off is intended to benefit women who suffer from particularly painful cycles. Many women who menstruate suffer severe pain. My Aye. guess is my guess is the amount of so, women who will claim that they suffer from that will go up dramatically once they institute that policy. Oh yeah, no <laughs> one's going to work anymore. I'm going to you know what? I think uh, next week I'm going to call out sick. I can't be on lighten up anymore. I'm I have a visitor. I'm sorry, I cannot come anymore. <laughs> right exactly. <laughs> Our producer just nailed it. They won't hire women. These people ruin their own cause for they 
seem to fight for women, but yet they 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 destroy. The them. left ruins everything it touches. They ain't gonna ruin lighting up, baby. Nah. Well, listen, we have one more segment to endure. <laughs> Hopefully, everyone will stick with us, and we'll be back in a couple minutes. Shalom, I'm Leah Haroni. Join me on my show, News from the Torah. Each Sunday, we'll use the weekly Torah portion as a prism for understanding the news today. Listen to News from the Torah to gain clarity about the times we're living in and to understand your own spiritual path in the process. News from the Torah, every Sunday on Israel News Talk Radio. Has the news got you down? Not with these funny guys. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Matt Zucker. <laughs> Welcome back to our final segment here on Lighten Up. <laughs> Israel News Talk Radio. It's been, this has been a rough show for me. It's hard for me to be funny because uh, I'm about to go in the poorhouse. But anyway... Matt, I'm going to start it off right away. This is a good, funny story, right? So By the way, can I just stop you for a second, dude? Yeah, I, yeah. Seriously, I told you, I looked at my portfolio the other day. I almost passed out. I immediately turned it off. And, uh, you know, eventually you stop thinking about it. So don't even look. Just live life. Enjoy. Okay. And that's all. Don't let the money right. get you. It's only money, bro. All right. Can those 36 Sadiqim please make the world a little better? <laughs> Can they make Joe Biden disappear? <laughs> anyway, here's Go. a good story. Ready? This is funny. A Kim Jong-un lookalike disrupts Australians' election campaign. So apparently, I guess uh, it says here, a man impersonating North Korean leader Kim Jong-un on Friday disrupted the Australian election campaign when he bursted into an event that Prime Minister Scott Morrison was attending with lawmaker Gladys Liu. Now, this woman, Gladys Liu, is, uh, she's Australian, but she's Chinese-Australian, and she's apparently running for some office. The impersonator, <laughs> who identifies himself by the stage name Howard X. <laughs> <Which> is, <laughs> I love that. Hey, shut up, dog! Anyway, uh, <laughs> Howard X. He started talking to the media in this middle of this, uh, you know, whatever it is, press conference. And uh, he's like... Uh, Thank you very much. Gladys Lu is a communist candidate for Australia. <laughs> he started calling her a communist and that he was endorsing her. <laughs> so they Wait, all... so is he like a comedian or did the other candidate put him up to it? <laughs> yeah, the second one. The other candidate put him up to it. Uh, for real? But... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the and so That's they tried brilliant. to rush. They tried. He was. They tried to rush him out of the room, and the impersonator responds. He starts going, "Excuse me, excuse me. You don't tell the supreme leader what to do. I support Gladys Lou. I support her." <laughs> and they throw him out, <laughs> basically calling her a communist. And yeah, he was hired by, I guess, her opponent. It was hysterical. But this uh, guy looks exactly like Kim Jong Un. Exactly. He can do probably like you know parties and stuff like that. Oh yeah, yeah. You know what that? You know what I got to tell you the most amazing thing about that story is I I thought that Australia did away with elections. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> you know, the, you know, the it's it's a prison colony again, right? <sighs> yeah. The the apparently the uh, the her opponent was named Drew Pavlo, who said on social media that he was good friends with Howard X, and it was one of the best things we have ever managed. <laughs> it's like it's like. It's like guerrilla marketing for a political campaign. It's kind of brilliant. I love it. And I love how they called her a communist. <laughs> I support you. I support you. What do you think? Yeah, but you Why know you what the thing is? But the thing is, like in places like America, that's not a dirty word anymore. No, no, no. Here in America, they love communism. That's why it's called the United oh, States. Did of I China. tell you? Did I tell you? I don't know if I told you. Last week, I'm driving down Route 65, the highway right near me, and I see a caravan of Israeli communists. All these cars were in a row, and on one side they had huge Israeli flags flying, and on the other side huge red flags with the hammer and sickle. I I was like, wow, I just can't believe that. Listen, I, I listen. You know, there's a lot of problems with like every system. I get it. Nothing's perfect, right? But I mean, communism. It's been tried how many times, and it always, you know, results in like millions of deaths, poverty, That's right. That's starvation. Right. That's right. Misery. That's it's right. like it's like oh, but it just hasn't been tried. <laughs> it just hasn't been done right yet. <laughs> <laughs> who can be the first person to make communism work? I thought, listen, someone who's someone who's very near and dear to me went to a small private college, a he left a solid conservative, and came back a communist. Oh, and who? I was like, I was like, eh, my kid, okay, <laughs> my son. But that's okay. Life is like he – believe me, that was right when he came out of college. He's been out for a couple of years, and he's come around again. But they work really hard. I, I used to always tell him I, I want my money back. I'm going to call your stupid college and demand my money back. And he would say, why? I said, because you studied history and you came back a communist. They're not doing a good job teaching you history. <laughs> what school was that? Where did he go? Allegheny College. There, I said it. Allegheny College in the middle of Pennsylvania? $5,000 a year to turn people into morons. Isn't uh, that in the middle of Pennsylvania? Uh, it's like the center of Pennsylvania, near Erie. It's on the I'm, west I'm coast. I'm surprised. Usually they're hardcore patriots out there in the middle of the state. Oh, in the middle of the state. Yeah, but all the, the professors who come from wherever, dude, come on. He, he studied history and religion, and they uh, – I would, and the thing is, like, thank, thank God, and I kind of laugh about it now because he, you know, has learned a lot in his few years out of school. But I was like, communism? Yeah, are you kidding me? I'm like, I said, listen, you hate the government and distrust the government, right? He said, yeah. I said, so, uh, communism is like the biggest government you can have. So <laughs> how do you, how do you rectify that? And he goes, well. Um, it just hasn't been done right yet, and 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 they and we put oh, the wrong God. people in charge. And I was like, yeah. oh, okay. And then when he told me that, I said, beautiful. I I don't have a worry in the world because it won't take you long to realize that the, those people don't exist. Yeah. Well, what are you gonna do? <laughs> yeah. Hey, would you mind if I took a moment to give a shout out to a friend of mine who I think might be listening? Yeah. Go ahead. What do I care? Hi, Greg. <laughs> just got a text from somebody. Greg. My buddy Greg. I don't, oh. give his, I don't give him his last name because I don't want to embarrass him associating with me. Where is he listening out of? Bluebell. <laughs> oh, Bluebell, PA. Hey, Greg. Yeah, his daughter just landed in Israel today. Ah. Uh, she's on a Hasbara fellowship learning how to defend Israel on campus against all the vile uh, Jew haters there are, of which you know there's many. 
And yeah, so, Greg, I just want to let you know uh, we can't wait to see your beautiful daughter, and we're going to do whatever we can to talk her into not getting on the plane and going back. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Greg. I know. Anyway. Speaking, of, speaking of that, though, I did see a video because uh, yesterday was Nachba Day. And I saw oh, Nachmad Nachma Day Sameach. Yeah. <laughs> and I saw all these Jews. I'm assuming they were Jews, maybe some not, but whatever. On Tel Aviv University with, uh, with, with, with all these fake flags that they have. And then there was like this one patriot Israeli Jewish woman who had pride. And she's, she's holding up the Israeli flag, dancing in front of them. I, what is going – how can Israel allow people to have this day? This is treason. Treason. Well, I will just say that it is the sign of an actual democracy, not unlike what all of our neighbors have. No, it's but not. That's not. a lot of them are. You no, know, there were. There's always Jewish leftists on the campuses here doing that stupid stuff. But a lot of them are Arabs too. Listen, I got to tell you, in 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 Haifa, Haifa University, they have demonstrations. The Arabs identify. They fly their uh, made-up flag. It looks a lot like Jordan, but it's not. Right. All right, you know what? Let's talk about uh, drugs. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, I'm sorry. Here's a good story. This is from uh, the Food and Wine magazine. $50 million of cocaine discovered in coffee bean shipment at the company called Nespresso in Sweden. $50 million of cocaine was smuggled in their beans. Wow. Um, George Clooney was their spokesman for a while. Really? Yeah. Mm, no wonder he had a lot of nosebleeds. Mm. Um. It said uh, Swiss police uh, were called to the facility on Monday. They discovered it. Um, <laughs> but the great thing is here the company puts out a statement <laughs> uh, that says, uh, oh, boy, pause. The company put out a statement that our uh, – our, uh, oh, shut up, my phone. <laughs> Was my mom calling you too? <laughs> yeah, no, Matthew, pick up the phone. I hit a video by accident. Um, oh, it says here, meanwhile, the the, uh, comp- the people from Nespresso said the drugs had not contaminated production of their coffee capsules in a statement, uh, adding that they wanted to make sure we want to reassure consumers that all our products are safe to consume and snort. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, the price went up. We, we sell our coffee by the gram. <laughs> $50 million worth of cocaine. That is unbelievable. How much is that? $50 million. No quantity. <laughs> what does it matter? I don't know. What do I know? What am I, a drug cartel? What am I, the Navarros from Ozarks? <laughs> that was a great show. Yeah, I finished watching it. Did you? Yeah, man. Yeah, it's unbelievable. That's a, you know what? It's so great to watch uh, Jason Bateman um, not do the same stupid comic role. Right, right. Kind of like a sociopathic drug dealer. Anyway, hey, listen, I got a great one before we wrap up. What is it? Um, studies suggest Jerusalem vessels were actually ancient hand grenades. Ancient hand grenades? Yeah, they've had these ceramic vessels, and they didn't then obviously, you know, were, they were trying to find out what they were used for. So what they do is they sample what was inside, residues left over, and they actually found explosive materials. And so they're from the they're from the Crusader area, uh, 11th and 12th century, um, and uh, they uh, think that they were hand grenades. And so I I don't know if you were a big Monty Python fan when we were kids, but uh, it reminded me of the uh, Holy Hand Grenade of Antioch. You familiar with that sketch? <laughs> 
get me the holy hand grenade of Antioch. <laughs> how, so, do you, wow. how do you use the holy hand grenade? I don't know. Let's, let's, we have to now consult the book of armaments, chapter 2, verses 19 through 30. <laughs> Wow, uh, they had grenades back in those days. That's, that's insane. Right? That's pretty cool. There was no pins. They probably, a lot of them blew themselves up. You, you, you're supposed <laughs> to throw it. Heading <laughs> uh, out that, man. Look, we actually managed to make it through this week. Oh, unbelievable. I just got to tell you, I love everyone. Thank you so much for tuning Thanks in. Thanks for enduring <laughs> and listening. All right, we'll catch you next week. Steven, lighten up. Okay, thank you. I love you. Love everybody. If you love Israel News Talk Radio, then you'll love our Facebook page. We keep you up to date on what's happening in Israel, plus little surprise treasures that we don't share on the radio. Go now to follow us on Facebook. Just look for the Israel News Talk Radio Facebook page. And don't forget to subscribe and follow us by clicking on the like button. We post great stuff there that you'll want to share. Israel News Talk Radio on Facebook and Israel News Radio on Twitter. If you're hearing this message, everyone else can too. Advertise with Israel News Talk Radio and get your message out to people. We'll build a personalized package for you. Contact advertising at IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. Straight talk from Israel. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. Hey, this is Jake in Anchorage, Alaska, and I love listening to all the super interesting interviews and up-to-date information on what's happening in Israel. Hello, this is Anna King, originally from London, now living in Israel. And what can I say? Israel News Talk Radio is my cup of tea. My name is Bhaskar. I'm from India, and I love listening because you get to know the truth and wonderful voices from this lovely country. Mom! Okay, wait a minute. Hi, this is Chava Dots, and I'm calling for the rolling hills of Malaya Dumim, just north of Jerusalem. I always listen to Israel News Talk Radio to get all the latest news and commentary and to keep me up to date every day. This is Sarah Dots from Malaya Dumim, and I'm 12. I wish Israel News Talk Radio was boring so my mom wouldn't listen to it all the time. Mom! You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. News, opinion, and more. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio.